This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. It's wedding season. Yes, it is. What's going on, baby? Alex and I just got invited to a beautiful venue for the wedding of a childhood buddy of mine. Lovely. Can't wait to hear about it. We got babysitters. We're all set to go. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, host, you make money while you sleep and while someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her. It's Protector. Yeah, it's like that. It's, it's like a that. thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared to protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Thursday, the new Friday, January 4th, and today's pod is the best one yet. Jack, this feels like a T-boy, man. The top three pop business news stories you need to know today. Jack, can I admit something to you on the pod, please? Sure. I thought yesterday's pod was our best pod of the year. Yeah. Today's pod's actually the best pod of the year. Okay. First story for today's <laughs> show. What do we got, man? For our first story, Harry Potter just set a record on Broadway. Every boy is about to pull <laughs> off the most biggest news in the media industry. Harry Potter is reinventing the wheel, and that's okay. That's okay. For our second story, it's the biggest shipping company in the world just announced the biggest detour in the world. That is, you're about to pay a lot more for shipping that stuff. And our third and final story is United Airlines. They just borrowed a strategy from Instagram. Targeted ads are coming to seat 17A. But besties, before we hit that wonderful mix of stories. Love the mix of stories today, Jack. This has happened to all of us. Can I talk to you about your vehicle's extended warranty? I'm excited to present you an opportunity to refinance your mortgage with me today in just 15 minutes. Can you spare just two minutes to save the children? Telemarketing calls, Yetis. They're the worst. One sec, Jack. I'm getting an unknown call from my area code. Yeah, hello? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, Jack. All right, back to you. Back to you. Well, get this, Yetis. There's a new law to protect Nick from what just happened to him. And that new law is inspired 
by a Seinfeld episode. That's right. On January 1st of this year, just a few days ago, the Seinfeld bill went into effect in the state of New Jersey. Real law, real thing, based on a real Seinfeld episode. It's based on the 1993 season three episode, The Pitch. Episode 43, Jerry answers the phone. Jack, can you set the scene for us over there? Well, a telemarketer is calling Jerry right there in his apartment. So Jerry answers the phone and he says, he says, I can't talk right now. Why don't you give me your home number and I'll call you later? The telemarketer says he doesn't want to do that. So then Jerry says this. Oh, I guess you don't want people calling you at home. No. Well, now you know how I feel. Behold the new law. Telemarketers must now give you their name, their address, and the phone number of the company that they're calling for. Boom, all within 30 seconds of calling your line. So no more mystery calling and messing with your heads. And no more lollygagging and pretending, yeah, this isn't a telemarketer call. If a telemarketer is calling someone in New Jersey, they have to get to the point right away. So you can hang up right away. Fantastic new legislation. There's no precedent, baby! <laughs> now, I just gotta say, hey, other 49, can we adopt the same law as New Jersey? Let's take this Seinfeld law nationwide. Serenity now. Yada, yada, yada. Let's hit our three stories. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child just became the biggest non-musical in Broadway history. But the Harry Potter business is doing something even bigger this year. They're reinventing the wheel. Can I whip out some numbers for you right here, man? Please do. Okay, uh, Harry Potter came out 27 years ago, man. Can we share an even scarier fact? Talk to me, Jack. You must be the only guy in the world who read the first six Harry Potters and then didn't read the seventh. Jack, the book started getting really long and I started getting really old. <laughs> they get such a cliffhanger after the sixth book. Uh, no, no spoilers. This book is getting older than Dumbledore's pet phoenix right now. True. But just like a 27-year-old in the muggle world, Harry Potter Inc. is just entering its biggest money-making years. Harry Potter is in his money era because Harry Potter's Broadway play just set a show business record. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is a non-musical and it made $2.7 million in just one week. $2.7 million in one week last month. That is an all-time high for any play in the history of Broadway. A lot of people watch some Nifflers over the New Year's. Hold on to that snitch, Jack. That's the biggest financial win for Harry since Slytherin lost the House Cup. In fact, since this Broadway play debuted in 2016, they've sold 10 million tickets for $330 million of revenue. Yetis, Harry Potter is officially the biggest non-musical play Ever. Hey, Romeo, you may want to take a class over at Madame Hooch's writing school. But Yetis, this is what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. Harry Potter's Broadway record isn't even the biggest Harry Potter story right now. Harry Potter is also getting a TV show on HBO Max starting next year. Franchisius Maximus. <laughs> yeah, this isn't just a TV show. It's a TV epic that starts next year. Because Yetis, this Harry Potter TV show is expected to be 80 hours of wizardry. That's right. It's going to be 10 seasons long. And with eight episodes per season, you're going to get 
80 episodes of Harry Potter. This new Harry Potter TV show is going to take a decade to produce. The finale is going to be in 2035, Nick. By that point, millennials who read the books when they were kids are going to be retired. Who's playing Hermione, Jack? Emma Watson's granddaughter, Nick. <laughs> so, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Harry Potter? It's okay to reinvent the wheel if it's for a different kind of passenger. Yeah, it is. Harry Potter is doing 80 episodes. That seems like too much. It seems like a big risk. It seems like Harry Potter is just reinventing the wheel. After all, there's already seven books, 11 movies, and a Broadway show. Now HBO Max is going to make 80 more episodes? Harry, you're recreating the wheel. You're doing a full eight-episode series for each of the seven books plus more? They're recreating the books just like the movies already have but they're going to do it in eight full episodes per book. But besties, here's the key. Jack and I think it's okay that they're spending so much money to recreate the Harry Potter wheel because it's for a different audience. The Harry Potter movies, they were designed for a mass audience, not Harry Potter superfans. But this TV show is designed for superfans, not a mass audience. And there are a whole lot of superfans. Society always tells us it's a waste to recreate the wheel. But the way Jack and I see it in business, we believe you can reinvent the wheel. If that wheel is for a different kind of passenger. For our second story, the largest shipping company in the world just announced the biggest detour in the world. Drone attacks from pirates on the Red Sea are about to affect the whole world shipping and the whole world shopping. Jack and I sometimes when we're telling business stories, we got to turn over to the maps, the physical maps. We figured out if you want to ship something from Asia to Europe or from Europe to Asia, you have to go through the Red Sea. The Red Sea. This is the most important bottleneck on planet Earth. The Strait of the Red Sea is only 16 miles wide. That's it. But 30% of the world's shipping containers pass through that strait. Odds are that cute top you're wearing somehow came through the Red Sea. The Red Sea. It's located between Egypt and Saudi Arabia, but it also borders nine separate Middle Eastern countries. And one of those Middle Eastern countries is Yemen, where rebels backed by Iran have drones and ships and a whole bunch of missiles. And on New Year's Eve, those Houthi rebels attacked a Maersk container ship by air and by sea like pirates. Okay, Yetis, this is shocking. While you were out celebrating on New Year's Eve, this situation got so intense that U.S. aircraft carriers had to intervene. Navy helicopters sank three of the ships that were attacking the Maersk vessel. Our Navy helicopters. Oh, and by the way, there's also a connection to Gaza here, isn't there, Jack? The rebels say they're attacking these ships as retaliation against Israel's military. Even though the ship in question was not heading to Israel. But the United States has boats in the water leading a military effort to protect this crucial shipping way. But Yeti's interesting thing about that ship. The ship that was attacked on New Year's Eve in the Red Sea was operated and owned by Maersk. Maersk, based in Denmark, 700 container vessels. They've got 100,000 employees. This is the biggest shipping company in the entire world that sails the biggest armada of shipping vessels in the world. And here's the news about our buddies over at Maersk. Maersk announced this week that they will avoid the Red Sea and Suez Canal indefinitely. Jack, could you sprinkle on some Magellan context for us over there? If they avoid the Red Sea and the Suez Canal, that means they have to take the biggest detour on the globe. A 6,000 mile detour around Africa. That's right. If you don't take the Red Sea, 
You have to go around Africa. Oh, and it's not just fuel. It takes a whole bunch more time too, doesn't it, Jack? This detour is going to add two to four weeks for each of these giant ships carrying so much goods. Yeah, and he's not using the Suez Canal. It's like not using the Panama Canal, but actually even worse. It's going to mean a lot more pit stops and a lot more time and a lot more money. Jack, it's like going from the Upper West Side to the Lower East Side through Brooklyn. I think through Vermont, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's Maersk is rerouting around the entire continent of Africa. And they'll only return to the Red Sea after safety can be assured. Other shipping companies are doing the same thing. And you're going to feel it in your shopping cart. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Maersk? When geopolitics escalates, so do prices. Yeah, you'd think Maersk's stock would be suffering right now, wouldn't you? Like, shouldn't their stock be down? You'd think so. But kind of perversely, it's up this week by 10%. News that Maersk's ship was attacked resulted in the stock price jumping. The reason? It's because shipping companies are going to use this unrest in the Middle East as an excuse to raise prices. Yeah, rerouting those ships 6,000 miles in two extra weeks, that's going to cost some cash. But Maersk will more than make up for it with higher prices that trickle down to all of us consumers. In fact, Jack and I checked the numbers. Freight rates for shipping have already doubled in the last week. It was the same kind of situation when the war in Ukraine began. Conflict there trickled into higher prices for a whole bunch of things for the whole world. Besties, the human cost to geopolitical unrest and war it's devastating. But there's an economic cost, too. Because when geopolitics escalate, so do prices. Canva. Six years ago, Nick and I were designing the pitch deck for our media company. Yeah, we didn't want it to look like some amateur college PowerPoint. We wanted to impress investors. So we made our first pitch deck on Canva. Canva is the easy-to-use online design platform for presentations, social media posts, physical flyers, anything you can design. Canva turns you into a digital da Vinci, delighting your audience with design. They got these color palettes that you can use. It makes your work look beautiful. We used presentation templates that were available for free and then customized them for our company. And guess what? That summer, we sold that company, Market Snacks, thanks to the deck we built with Canva. Oh, and funny thing, we still use Canva today for all our design projects. So Yetis, start designing today at canva.com. Canva designed for work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Eddie's, how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottled it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yetis, bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. For our third and final story, United Airlines is borrowing a strategy straight from Facebook. You're about to get targeted ads in the airplane seat right in front of you. Yeah, it is. We just wrapped up the busiest quarter of travel in United States history, didn't we, man? Odds are you or someone you know is still stuck on the tarmac. Another 30 minutes? Oh my 
God. But Jack, you just flew across country in December, didn't you, man? I did. I was flying back from our T-Boy Live show, SFO through Newark to Vermont. Okay, so Yetis, then Jack noticed something that got us curious and um, it turned into this story. Jack, you want to tell us more, please? I was sitting in seat 17A. There was a window this time. Thank you, United. Congrats. And I was about to watch a movie because the Wi-Fi was spotty. But first, I had to watch an ad. Okay, here's where things get interesting. Jack, can you describe the ad that you saw in your seat 17A on that United flight? It was an ad for Uber, and they showed like a go-getter dad grabbing a bunch of suitcases and preparing and arriving really early to the airport. Okay, so this was an Uber ad in your seat on the United flight. Specifically for Uber Reserve, for all the airport dads out there that want to have everything set up to arrive on time. Jack, this doesn't sound just like an ad, does it, man? It was literally for me. I had used Uber Reserve that morning, Nick. I'm that much of an airport dad. Yetis, this was the perfect ad because this ad was clearly intended for a 35-year-old active father who happens <laughs> to be the best to one be yet. Jack. Right, right. <laughs> it was you. It was Jack. <laughs> it was wild. It felt like the ad was for me. So Jack and I jumped in T-Boy style and we discovered this story from the Wall Street Journal. United Airlines is considering barring a strategy core to social media. They're considering targeted ads on airplanes. Yetis, Nick and I have told you before, where there are eyeballs, there will eventually be ads. And United Airlines flew 150 million eyeballs just last year. <laughs> but we have to update that catchphrase. Where there are eyeballs and data, there will be targeted ads. Because Yetis, United Airlines is considering using data from your ticket purchase to put specific ads into your seat. After all, they know your home address, they know what credit card you used, they know your name, they might know your age. They do know your age. Jack, they got a lot of data on you. For example, let's say you're a 42-year-old mom flying to Cabo with her kids for a little bit of vacation. You're going to start seeing an ad for baby swimwear targeted just for you. Or Jack, let's say you're a 67-year-old sales executive flying to Albuquerque for a conference. That little United screen is going to show a B2B software enterprise solution just for you. Maybe you're sitting in business class. Oh, we have a special caviar subscription just for you. What if you're sitting in row 87 by the back back? Bathroom. We're not showing you a caviar subscription. No, you're not going <laughs> to see that ad. Yet is this begs the big question. Why is United Airlines borrowing an ad strategy from the tech industry? They're doing targeted ads because they can make more money that way. Besties, target ads, they're more effective at converting to sales. Ipso facto, advertisers are willing to pay more for them. So United is going to zuck Mark Zuckerberg. They're going to steal his idea for data-driven targeted ads. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at United? It's time to rebrand the targeted ad to the tailored ad. Yeah, it's controversial opinion here. Jack and I were talking about, we like targeted ads. Like, we don't mind it. We enjoy seeing targeted ads, don't we, Jack? Sure. A targeted ad means that Mark Zuckerberg knows our age, our gender, our location, and what we recently browsed online. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. But targeted ads are better than the alternative which is non-targeted ads. Yetis, Jack and I would rather see an ad for new running sneakers than for an arthritis medication. We'd prefer something that's relevant to us than something that's completely unrelevant to us. So here's what we think the problem is for targeted ads. The problem is the branding. Targeted ads need a rebranding. Nobody wants to be targeted. That sounds like a threat. It's so scary. Instead, call them custom ads or personalized ads. Or how about bespoke ads? After all, TikTok has a for you page for personalized content. Targeted ads are for you ads. So the way we see it, targeted ads are better ads. So let's rebrand them to tailored ads.
Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for the new Friday? As Harry Potter sets records on Broadway, they're creating a new Harry Potter TV series on Max. It's okay to reinvent the wheel, as long as it's for a different passenger. For our second story, Maersk is rerouting its shipping vessels around Africa to avoid conflict in the Red Sea. When geopolitics escalate, so do our prices. And our third and final story is United Airlines. They're considering showing targeted ads based on flyers' personal information. Targeted ads, they need a rebrand. Let's call them tailored ads. But Yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, reusable cups can now be used on every Starbucks run because every Starbucks at every location will now accept them. Huge news for thermos junkies out there like me. Just top off the Stanley. Starbucks says they're leading a cultural movement away from single-use plastics. And second, Fidelity, which helped Elon buy Twitter, just marked down their value of Twitter again. Fidelity believes the company now called X is worth 72% less than what Elon paid for it. And finally, Jack and I have an update from the World Darts Championship. Yes, that is a real thing. The 16-year-old boy named Luke Littler just lost in the finals after a Cinderella run. Luke, it was a heck of a run. Congratulations. You still win $200,000 for finishing in second place in darts. Oh, by the way, congrats to the whoever beat that little boy. <laughs> kind of messed up. You just didn't let him win. <laughs> Now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Justin Fatrell from lovely Denver, Colorado. Hey, Nick, Jack, do you know why Motel 6 got its name? In 1962, the cost of an original night's stay at a Motel 6 was $6. (laughs) Whoever branded Motel 6 is not familiar with the concept of inflation. I think it's referred to as Motel Inflation Adjusted 1999. I think it's Motel $92 plus resort fee, plus accommodation <laughs> fee, plus local food and tax fee. Minus the mini fridge. Motel plus these six other fees. Yetis, you look fantastic today. And if you have got the best fact yet, and if you want to get your voice on this pod, Jack, how do you whip that thing up? We got a link in this episode description. You can submit your best fact yet with a video or a voice memo. Or go to tboypod.com and drop your voicemail right there. Now, Jack and I got to jump on some planuary planning. We still got a little bit more planning <laughs> yeah, to do, don't we, man? Yeah, we, we do. do. We do. We do a little bit more planning. We have planning. the whole month of January. I think I'm adding to the plan. To plan. It's going to take you to the Harry Potter musical in April. Please do. I'm not stopping you. Oh, now I'm putting it on the plan. Yetis, Jack and I will see you tomorrow. Can't wait. And before we go, a happy 30th birthday to Yeti Adam Goldblum from lovely White Plains, New York. Happy birthday to Charlie Gonzalez, who's doing logistics over in Chicago. And Richie Lear is turning 29 and got a new job at the Yale New Haven Hospital. Not too shabby. Huge happy birthday to Dan Howard in Grafton, Wisconsin, whose favorite color, get this, it's Slammin' Salmon. And a happy belated birthday to Yeti Nadia Fernandez celebrating in Brockton, Massachusetts. Just as I thought. And happy belated birthday to Will Shane in Oakland, California. And we gotta drop a shout out for our bestie Danica, who is a crushing life as a yoga teacher in Elliott, Maine. And she's got a special package headed her way. In Slammin' Salmon. Just extend that shavasana until it arrives. <laughs> it's worth the wait. And to anyone else, celebrate something today, make it a T-Boy. Celebrate the wins. Every 
Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Five points from House T-Boy. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand, Drunk Elephant, was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.